us in my circle Who the one who be the snakes Who gon' fold up under pressure Who gon' understand the stakes Who gon' wait to get they food To try to take from off my plate Who the love Who gon' understand I'm hurt Who gon' love me unconditionally And try and make it work Who gon' party once I'm gonna shed a tin once I'm in dirt I ain't asking for too much I'm trying to Welcome to the next episode of Give Me My Crown Podcast. Give Me My Crown Podcast. Brought to you again by, my name is Antonio. And um, as we said before, we bring out a lot of different topics, a lot of various topics. Today we're going to talk about running or starting and running a business. Well, we've ran a few, haven't we? Yeah, I know we, yeah, we've, each of us has probably ran quite a few businesses. So we start, we started from pretty much from the ground up and to the point we are now, some of them we're still going with them. Some of them um, we decided that's not the business for us. We just decided to go other, other ways. So we're going to kind of, kind of talk about each step and kind of what worked for us, what didn't work for us and kind of the pros and cons of, of each. So, um, Yes, I know you have. What kind of business do you have? Man, so I got a pest control business, which I am a sole proprietor of. Um, for the, those of you who don't know, sole proprietorship can be a good thing. It can be a bad thing, depending on how you make it. You know, it's a family-owned business. Um, it's been running for 40 years in Virginia. Um, so it's a great business to have. Mm-hmm. And um, are we going through all of them or we just do one time? Just, I guess, just, just go through um, just go through what businesses you, you currently have. Okay. So I'm minority owner of K Pharrell Solutions, which is opened up in 2023. So right around the corner. So that's the Amazon FBA. It's like a whole different vibe, but it's something new, you know. Okay. And for me, uh, my <clears throat> I have me and my wife have a have a few different businesses. We have MP Solutions. Under MP Solutions, we have multiple businesses under that LLC. My wife has M&P wreaths with love, um, makes wreaths and other crafts. Um, I have a financial coaching business. I'm also a real estate agent. With the real estate agent, that's kind of, I work as a contractor, but I'm, I'm not necessarily an employee. I work as a contractor, so I technically work for myself with that business. And I also did used to own a cleaning business, um, but I no longer own that cleaning business. I go into kind of a little bit of, um, what me and my business partner, what we learned from that business and kind of kind of what we learn as far as what we don't want to do in future businesses. Okay. I can give from a family-owned business how things change over time. And, you know, the older generation views business different than we view it. Oh, yeah. They, they view it a lot different because, for one, I know a lot of the older generation say, Starting your own business isn't, um, first of all, it isn't traditional. Yep. Especially in our in our culture. Yep. It isn't traditional, and it isn't, I guess, the safe route. And they think about what I could do with my hands instead of what I could do with my mind. Yes, that's true. That that's a hundred percent true. Because we believe now to work smarter, not harder. Yeah, and that's how you got to be because yeah. you look at all these millionaires, billionaires. They're m- mainly not the ones out here doing the work. Speaking of that, a shameless plug, how many of the billionaires got college degrees? Just saying. <laughs> Just throwing it out there. Yeah, that's true. Fun fact. That's but, true. Uh, you know, owning the business with your family is a fun process. It's a good process, but it can be a process that everybody ain't built for. That's true. And kind of 
the way we did it to obviously to start the process, you, you can't just go, you can't just say, Hey, I want to start a business. You got to do your background work. Yes. And you also have to, um, you know, you want to, with anything you do, you want to do your background work. You want to know what are your costs going to be? You, you obviously got to pick out a name. What are the pros and cons of doing this? Is it going to make you money? Is it going to cost you money? Is it going to be beneficial to home life? What type of business are you going to do? You're going to be a sole proprietor. Yes. You're going to be an LLC. That's you're definitely going to be an important. S-corp. Like, what are you going to do? That's definitely important. You got to look at the pros and cons of each because each has its own pros and cons. Yep. Um, uh, one of the first businesses I started was uh, I had a business partner, Paul, and we started a cleaning business. And we actually franchised the cleaning business. Go, time out, so. time out. Speaking of that, I'm going to say from my side, it's like I was cut out of that business. <laughs> Just saying, you know, I ain't won the, I ain't won the whole register, but keep going. Keep nah, he, so first of all, you weren't cut out. <laughs> you were not cut out of that, of that deal. How you call it? We talked about it. We talked about it. That was I it. Said, I said, hey, let me know what the numbers look like. And, and we told you, and that was it. Hold on, hold on, hold on. That was it. You're right. You told me, and like, but you, but you never responded. I did respond. No, you didn't. But I responded. Y'all already had a business. Nah, I responded. Yeah. I responded. So, so with that business, we did a franchise, and franchises look different from, uh, I guess, starting your own work from the ground up. So we franchise with the company, and with that franchise, what we did, we pretty much we we bought the name of the company. When we bought the name of the company, the company gave us the business. So they said, hey, pay us this amount. You use our name. You, uh, it was a cleaning business. You clean under our name. And with that, we're guaranteeing you will make at least this amount of money per month. But they give you a certain amount of time till they got to fulfill those contracts and get you up to that um, amount of money. So like I said, we had a cleaning business. And the way it was is obviously... It's hard finding reliable people to work for you. I know you can attest to that. Yes, yes. And a very hard thing to do. Yes. Yeah, so we we went through we ended up going through multiple employees and with us, um, it was certain buildings. I think we, we had certain buildings that had to be cleaned on a daily or at least four or five times a week. So we had gotten to the point where if our employees couldn't come in, we were the ones having to go do the work. So we hire employees, and, and and of course they call us at the last minute. Hey, I can't, I, I can't make it tonight. So then at that point, we got to stop what we're doing to go handle things because we're the owners of the business. So we end up hiring hiring a few people. Um, worked out good for some part. Other parts didn't work out good because obviously we were in the service business. From learning this, I know I, I never want to be necessarily in that type of service business again where i'm having to clean because we we own the business and we also we have uh, we have one contract we have people working for us with that there was some conflict with um the the building manager yep so the building manager wanted to see our face in that building every night and so we asked him we're like is work not getting done and he's like no work is getting done but I need to see y'all's face in here. And we got we originally got in the business to make it passive income. So why did he need to see y'all's face? We don't know. Okay. To this day, we don't know. He just kept saying, we need to see y'all's face. And we kept meeting with him, yeah. asking him, is something going wrong? And 
He's like, no, I just think y'all should be here every night. So at, so at that, it felt like it, it's almost like we felt like employees and not owners. Yeah. So me and him both mutually decided, hey, this ain't the business for us. Yeah, gotcha. And um, Paul Paul was a great business partner to work with. We worked great, great together. It was just we didn't get along with the actual – with um, the way – that this company did business. Gotcha. So we end up completely getting out of it because, like I said, they they wanted us there, and we want like, nah, we, this is supposed to be passive for us. Yeah, and I can attest to the part where he's talking about like getting good employees. Like I'm a super gung ho type person. Like you know, <laughs> like I'm looking at contracts in Virginia, man. I'm yeah. like, yo, this city paying thirty thousand a month. This city paying twenty thousand yeah. a month. And my uncle, who owned the business for for the previous forty years, he like. Nephew, calm down. Calm <laughs> down, nephew. Don't don't put in for that contract. I'm like, uh, I, I took over. I'm finna make money. Yes. And he like, who gonna do all this work? <laughs> I said, I'm finna go out here and recruit some good people, get them licensed and get them trained up. And we finna we finna we finna be a millionaire in about two years. <laughs> and he like, I love the way you think. I love the way you think. <laughs> I love your eagerness and I'm like two years. I can't get one good employee to stay. Yeah, it's, I, finding good employees is hard. Yeah, because you got to find. Like I said, if, when you're the owner of the business, if the employee can't do the work or doesn't do the work or just doesn't show up, you lie. You got to stop what you're doing. Yep, because you lie. Handle that. Yeah, because it's your name on the business. Your name on the contract. Too. Yes. Yes. Yeah, so you got to account for all of that. Yeah. So that's that's definitely employees is definitely just. One of the downfalls, but then also you will. We did have some employees that were very reliable, that would stay over if we needed them, that would come in on their time off if we needed them. But obviously, when you have good employees, you don't want to run them. The you don't want to run them into the ground because they're good employees. So that's kind of kind of the dilemma we ran into. Everybody with, with needs time business. off. Yes. Everybody needs mental rest. So yes. you got to make sure. That the people working under you are getting what they need. Yeah, because once when when we started the business, we sat down and talked and like, all right, this is what we look for in a business or from our company, and we want to provide what we would expect from our company. I totally get it, man. I totally get it. So kind of go over. Um, I know you said you bought your business from your uncle. Nah, man, it was it was just given to me. Man, my uncle was like, look, it's been in the family this long. Keep it in the family. Okay. So it was like it was passed down in the family. Okay, so how did how did the how did that um how did that go? Did he have to sign the business over to you, or how? Did so that yeah, work? so we he signed it over to me. Then I just went down, got the business license, and everything. They saw the paperwork and was like, okay, no. And you're a sole proprietor. Yep. Okay. With contractors. Okay. Yeah. So um, when we ran our business, we did it as we did it as an LLC because yep. the company we franchised through required us to do an LLC, required us to do an LLC for insurance purposes yep. and stuff like that. Um, so kind of go, I guess let's kind of go over what the, I guess what the process is for starting a business. I know it's different for every state, different, for every, different state. for every kind of business. And it depends on how you start your business. That's so, true. Like I said, you're S Corp, you're a sober product, you're LLC, like K Farrell Solutions is the LLC, you know? Yeah. And then you can also, like I said, me and my wife, we have 
an LLC, but we were, uh, you can run multiple businesses under that one LLC. The same way, can you explain it to the people? We, that's how K Fresh Solutions is. Yeah. Explain to the people, telling you how that works. Yeah. So you have, so you have a, you have an LLC. Once you have that LLC, that LLC can act as, or can can act as, I guess, the the head to those other businesses. Correct. So, so say like me and my wife, we have an LLC, but under that LLC, she has. M&P Wreath with Love, where she makes reefs. Under that same LLC, I also have my Amazon FBA. So I sell, um, I sell through Amazon FBA under that same LLC, and we have two different names. So hers is M&P Wreath with Love. Mine is M&P Stores. And M&P Wreath with Love and M&P Stores are both under the same business name of... Um, of M&P Solutions. Correct, man. So, I mean, I totally get it because we both working on Amazon FBA together. Yeah. Trying to figure out the best way to do it that worked for us, too. Yeah, because, I mean, you got me into it because you, I remember you hit me up. It was like, yo, I'm about to try this. So, I started talking to my boy at work about it and he had already started looking into yeah. it. So, once he started looking into it, because um, he's, he's a smart guy. So, once yeah. he started looking into it, um, also, me and him talked at work like, Hey, these are the benefits of it. Yep. These are the downfalls, but the, and these are the benefits. And for me, the benefits outweigh the um, the pros outweigh the cons. And that's a big part of it is research and know yes. your market. Like he'll tell you the Amazon FBA. It was we went months talking yes. about it, making sure how yes. to how to make a a big profit. Like we looked at some ways, like oh, I ain't gonna make it two dollars per sale. Uh, yeah. This way, I can make twelve dollars per sale. Like we really researched the market to understand the best way and can we make this passive? How can we yep. really maximize our time and enjoy our lives and do this? Yeah, because when you when you run a business, you you have to know what your purpose is for starting that business. Correct. Are you running the business solely to make money? Are you running the business is it a hobby as something you do? Because like my wife with her M and P wreathed with love, she obviously wants to make money from the business, but she loves the craft work. So she does it since she, she loves what she does. So even if even if she went two months with, with without a sale, she's still doing it because she loves the process of making the wreath. Correct. And then I, my wife on the other end, she do credit solution, credit repair. She's trying to help people out, fix their credit. She loves to help other people. So it's like on me on the other end, I'm a full-time investor, but the Amazon FBA is what, you know, I want to really see if I can make money off of it. Yeah, because, I mean, like I said, we, it's something, some stuff, obviously, you have to, you have to get into to know if it's going to work for you. Like Correct. Amazon FBA, we talked about it, we did our research, we looked at the pros, we looked at the cons of it, and it got to a point, I know where me and you talked, it was like, it may be at a point where we just may have to go into it, put a certain amount that we're not, that we're not going to hurt if we lose, yep. because, me and him have always been like that. If we invest in something, really anything, it's like to start off, it's like, am I going to miss this money if I invest it? Because obviously with the, with that investment, you do run the risk of losing that money. Yep. And you, so, you got to know what your limit is. Everybody's yes, limit is yes. different. Like my limit today may be 500. His limit today may be 1,000. My limit tomorrow may be 1,000 or it may be 250. Like you got to yep. know I can risk this and... My household, my wife ain't gonna be mad at me. So yeah. you gotta make sure, because my wife would look at me and be like, 
how much you put in that? Yes. Like for what? I, I'll admit, for a while, I, I lied. I'm like, yeah. I put three hundred dollars in there. No one, I put a thousand in. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you definitely got to make sure it ain't affecting the home. So that's you, right. You got a financial financial advisor. You definitely need to talk to your financial advisor or financial coach and say, "Hey, I'm looking into possibly starting a business. How much do you think I can afford to to put towards this business, either as a one time thing or each month?" Like, and it's like even with this the podcast. Yeah, like with the hoodies, right? I said. Look, let's buy some hoodies. I'm thinking about putting no five hundred dollars in it. Yeah. He's like, we hadn't did one podcast episode yet, <laughs> and I'm like, he's like, oh, let's, wait. let's get let's get some 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 followers. Let's get a little bit of buzz, and then we'll reconvene to talk about how much merch we're gonna put out. So you yeah. gotta know your market. Yeah, because at that point, I think um, I don't I don't I don't think we had even. Because I was the first one to get the one hoodie. Get, yeah, we so he talked, about, he talked about buying 50 hoodies before <laughs> before we had one. I'm like, let's see what it's going to look like first. So I got this one. I'm like, yeah, it look good. Yeah. So now we like, all right, so obviously if y'all want some merchandise, we got it. We got hoodies. We got shirts. We can put it on any color hoodie, any color shirts. We're working on possibly putting it on um, putting it on hats. You see, got the same color right here on the Carolina Don't Panthers. We had a request today for a dry fit and what's the um, a stringer. Yeah, we never heard of stringers until today. So yeah, I, I never knew what they were called. But shout we, out to the Ron for that. We thank you for that information. Yeah, so we gotta make him some. We got we got a few people that want some. Um, my niece, I got I got her a hoodie for her birth for actually for Christmas, and now her now kids at her school also want a hoodie so now it's like once i got once we got ours i got mine he got his we made like a couple other people yep. one and now it's like everybody's like yo where can i get a hoodie when can i get a hoodie so <laughs> i think the the crazy part is and he can attest to this i think we got more people who want hoodies than we actually got followers at this, at this exactly you know? yeah. so it's weird the merchandise is blowing up more than we are yeah because we created we created the brand to make it a podcast yep. But then we started doing our research, yep. as like we said, and that, and now we're creating a brand, and we want to run our podcast off the brand. So um, I did find out that's that's one of the best ways to run a podcast. If you are thinking about running a podcast, is to create a brand and run your podcast off of that brand. And I'll say this, so you can attest to this too. Yeah. For anybody who feels like that, because I do pest control, you can't do pest control. Yeah. We can work together in the same business and That's still true. make money. That's true because, for instance, just like what you're talking about, I'm a realtor. Yeah. You're pest control. Yes. If I'm selling a house, obviously, if I'm selling the house to somebody, they're going to need pest control yep. at some point. So then I refer them to you. Or if you're doing pest control for somebody and they're talking and you hear talk, yeah, we're thinking about selling the house. Oh, I know a good realtor. Yep. So it's like... It's like you gotta, you have to network when when you're an entrepreneur because that gets you more business and it gets your network more business. And I'm sorry, cut your no, cut no, off. Go ahead. Even with Amazon FBA, yes. If I if I find out someone in the market that's selling and real yes. hot, I'm gonna say, hey, Tonyo, you might want to put this in your your portfolio of items you're selling. Yeah, and it's it's a bunch of people. I mean, you can go on YouTube and yep. people are literally giving you the game. Yep. Because there's so much money to be made that they're not losing any money exactly, helping you out. Man. And that's I mean, I've always believed that all I've always believed in if there's something I know, I'm gonna pass that information yep. along to help whoever I can. Because if I'm making money, I want everybody to make money. Exactly. Exactly. I don't wanna be the only one eating. I wanna 
If if I'm eating, I want you to eat. Yeah, everybody too. eat. You know why? You know why you want to do that? Well, because I ain't got to pay for you to eat. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So we all eat. <laughs> exactly. We all eating the same. Exactly. You know? And we say, "Yo, let's go. Let's take a trip to L.A. Let's take a trip to Miami. Whatever." Everybody like, "Cool, let's go." Yep. And it ain't no, it ain't no. Oh man, like, I I gotta see if I can make things work. I gotta do this. Like, nah. If, if I'm helping you eat on the front end, then. At the end, we can all celebrate together. Exactly, man. That's the best way to be. Yeah, I mean, and, and that's what it's all about. It's all about, obviously, first of all, creating generational wealth. But then after that, it's about, have, I mean, having a good time. Yep. So, yep. I mean, you want to you want to have a good time in life. And, and entrepreneurship gives you that ability. It does, man. Like we, we had a, a conversation today. It's a little off topic, but still on the entrepreneurship. Do you feel like it's too many entrepreneurs right now? It's a good thing or a bad thing. I do feel like it. I, I do feel like it. It can be a point where it's too many because I think you got too many people wanting to be entrepreneurs and they're not doing their research and they're getting into businesses that they either that they don't know anything about, yeah, or they're getting into businesses that um, or they're getting in over their head, like they're they're spending a bunch of money on the front end and not doing their research on how to make that money back. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. But I do um. Also, on the flip side of that, it's also not a bad, not a bad thing to to try something new. Okay, if that makes sense. Can you tell the public the a pro of ha having the LLC versus a a, a sole proprietorship? So, yeah, correct. So a obviously one of so LLC is limited liability corporation. The pro of having that is. The business is not in your name; it's in your company's name. So it protects, it protects, or it um, provides you liability. It gives you protection. So if something happens and somebody sues that business, they sue the business and not the person. If you have a sole proprietorship and they sue you, they come after you and everything you have as a person. So your house, your cars, yep. bank account, whatever they want to come after. They can because you are a person and you're the person in charge of this business rather than with an LLC, your company is in charge. All right. So a pro of so proprietorship though is I'm entitled to ride for a whole lot more than you are. That's true. Yes. Because I got a ton of business expenses yes. that I have to eat. That's true. So I can write it off. That is true. You know? So yeah. Uh, yeah, I definitely agree with that because when I was when me and um when me and Paul and when me and my wife, when me and you we created all these businesses. We sat yep. down and we talked about what should we do it as a LLC? Should we do it as a sole proprietorship or a general partnership yep. with two people? Yep. And um, obviously, with us, we decided to do LLC. I know you and your wife decided to do LLC. Yep. Me and my wife decided to do LLC, obviously because the the benefits outweigh the um, the downfalls. Yeah. And one thing like you said, we talked about doing general partnership. One thing about us, we never get offended if one don't want to do business with the other. Yeah. Like, like I, I was joking about the cleaning business. Like, I ain't stopped being friends with him because they yeah. cut me out. Yeah, like, like if Anson called me today and said, yo, you want to you wanna join my pest control business, I'm going to tell him no. I'm going to be like, unless, unless you want me to be a silent partner, <laughs> I'd be like, yeah, I'll be a silent partner. But if he's like, yeah, you just got to go. You, all you got to do is one house a month. I'm going to be like, no, because for one, I don't do mice. At all, he don't. Um, I don't do. I don't do any kind of critters. So if you call me, it's like, yo, house. They got a. They got a mouse in the house. 
you might want can, can you go over there and handle that? I'm gonna be like, nah, you gotta get somebody else to do that. Yeah, funny story, <laughs> funny story, true fact. I would see him get mad at me one time in my whole life. It's probably been the last two months. He thought he had a mouse in the house. And I was like, oh my God, it's a mouse. And he jumped so bad. Military dude, certain Iraq, scale of a mouse. Yeah, I do not do mice. I don't care if it's a field mouse. I don't care what it is. I do not do mice. So for that reason alone, yeah. I I cannot do a pest control bill. Like I said, if he called me and say, hey, I need a silent partner. Right, cool, I'm here for you. I handle your books if you want me to. <laughs> I handle all your finances. I do whatever you need on that end. But if you want me to go in a house and, and get a mouse, a, a snake, a can't, lizard, can't do nah. It. I ain't going in the house to get a frog. Can't do it. <laughs> so let's talk about some of the the good points on the business, Tonya. What kind of freedom does it give you when you're so, you on your own? So it gives you freedom, which could be a good thing or a bad thing. Okay. So it does give you the freedom to do what you want, take vacation when you want, do um, uh, take time off when you want. So if you say, hey, I'm going on vacation next week, you can go on vacation next week. Yeah. Downfall of that is if if you don't have employees, your business is not making money it while stops. you're going. Yes. Yep. Yep. But if you have employees, if, if you're a big enough business and you have the employees, obviously, if you put the, the right pieces in place and you get the people to run the business for you or you get somebody who runs the business as it's their own, yeah. then then obviously at that point, then the business can keep And going. that's one of the things we're working through with Amazon FBA. Like, yes. when we go on vacation because we love going on vacation. Like, how does the business keep running when we ain't there? Yeah, because with Amazon FBA, you got a couple of different ways you can do it. Yep. You could have it, you could have your items shipped directly to Amazon and or to Amazon Fulfillment Center where they hold, uh, fulfill, ship out, do everything. Or they have another option where they send it to your house. You do all the packaging and shipping out. And um, the difference between the two is the amount of money or the, the amount of profit yeah, you see. You, you see it. It's a yeah. big difference. It's yes. a little difference. It's a big yeah, difference. It's definitely. It's definitely. So, yeah. so it's like when you're running that, if you get an order while you're out of town, now you got to think about, all right, how do I handle this yep. now? If I'm gone for a week, if I'm gone for two weeks, how do I, hand, how do I fulfill these orders? Yep. Or, or do you, or do you, um, do you make the decision? Same thing with my wife. Yeah. With her wreath business. Yep. If she's out of, if we're out of town and she gets an order, she can't ship the order out if she's not here to physically ship That's the order true. out. That's true. Yep. Uh, so it's kind of it's kind of the pros and cons that you got to weigh out. Yeah. So, so being in business, do you ever get requests for people to give you discounts? Like, oh yeah, okay, all the time. I um, shoot, even. Even as a realtor, as a realtor, you are, like I said, as a realtor, you're a contractor. So you're essentially a sole proprietor, and it's almost like you're franchising with the company because I, I work under a company, but I work for myself. So um, like if I sell a house or something, I got to pay that company a certain amount, yeah. things like that. But then you got people coming to you, and they want the knowledge and um, even the same thing goes with my financial coaching business. Yeah, they want they want the knowledge and the help that you can provide without the proper w without compensating you for yeah. your time and yeah. knowledge. I appreciate you giving me all the free knowledge before now. I appreciate it, you know. But I've been told you should start charging. Yeah, because like I, I provide, um, pro like I said, I provide financial coaching. And before I was certified, I'm telling everybody like, yo, 
I can I can help you out. Let's sit down. I can I can write you a but I can help you with your budget. I can I can do this for you. I can do that for you. I'm not a financial advisor, but a financial coach. So I'm like, I can help you with your budget. We can sit down. I can be your accountability partner as far as where your money is going and and things like that. And nobody wanted to take me up on that. So now I'm certified. Everybody like, yo, yo, uh, you think you can help me with my budget? Um, let's sit down and talk about this. I'm like, I'm certified now. I paid to get certified. Yep. And now you want, and now you want the knowledge I try to give you for free. For free. Yep. I took it. I took it for free. I took all the knowledge for free. And then you know I promote them too. Like, hey, nah, I don't get them free lessons no more. Yeah. The, I mean. You own a pest control business. Yeah. You have people coming to you trying to get discounts. My uncle taught me something when it first started. The, your people that really rock with you is really your friends. Don't ask for no discount. Yeah, I mean that's like a boy Rashawn. Yep, he cut hair. Yep. Some people say, um, "Oh, he should give y'all a discount. Y'all been knowing nah, him for years." Nah. I pay him full price plus I give him a tip because that's how he's making a living. He's making a living cutting hair. So if I if I if he gives me a discount, yep. that's taking money out of his pocket of another client he could have had that's gonna pay full that's price. Right. And the boy can cut <clears throat> too. He can really cut hair. Yeah, y'all see him. He's gonna um he's gonna ask him to come do a podcast in a few weeks for right. us. Um he's gonna go into the life of a barber. Yep. Um very knowledgeable when it comes to um when it comes to barber, anything anything having to do with cut hair. That's right. So I think um but yeah, I, I think People want a discount, and I if they t if they take they're they're taking money out of your pocket exactly. So if they take that money out of your pocket, how much do they actually care for your business, or do or, they just want what you can provide? If they, how much they care for you exactly. If you taking you want a discount from me for services, right? Yes, that thing you don't care for me exactly. If you charge five hundred dollars for termites, which yeah. is probably on the low, yeah, which is probably low, too low. low. But I'm just using it as a right, let's go, let's go. If, if you charge $500 for termites, and that's and I know that's your normal price, and I call you like, hey, you think you can, uh, I don't got termites, but you think you can come spray yeah. because I just need a termite bond or whatever. Yeah. And you say, yeah, I come do it. My price is $500. i am like, yeah, we've been boys. How about I pay you $200? If I do that, I'm taking $300 from <laughs> Yo, you. I pay, you ain't paying for the... The price of the chemical, exactly. The gas of the truck to get there, like yo, exactly. You, you ain't looking out for me, exactly. No. So I, I've always yeah. believed in, especially when doing business with family or friends, paying full price. And yep. If it's not a discount, you would give to somebody else. Like if I come, if you normally give military discounts, and you say you give me a military discount, I'm like, all right, cool, I will take that. Yeah. But don't give me, don't. I don't expect to pay less than a normal person would. That's right, man. I'm I'm gonna give the people I rock with more than I give somebody I don't know. Yes, yeah, exactly. That's, That's just why common I, sense. Like I said, Rashawn, he cuts my hair. I I pay him the normal price, but then also give him a tip on yep. top of that normal price because, like I said, I know that's how he makes a living. That's right, man. That's right. So you gotta, I mean, you you gotta look out for your people, and they will look out for you. Correct. Like you said, part of being a business owner is networking. Yeah. Oh yeah. 100%. Just just because we we friends, we boys, we whatever. Yes. We're networking together to yes. grow our business. Yes, and networking is everything man, when running a business. everything, man. Because, like I said, even with, like I said, even with me being a real estate agent, yep. me meeting different people, you never know, you never know who you're going to meet. Yep. So every new person I meet, I talk to them as if either they're a client or a business partner. Yep. 
because you never know where that conversation is going to lead. And I admit, man, before becoming a business owner, I, I didn't like people. Yeah, I was the same way. So I was like, I don't want, if I saw somebody I didn't know, I ain't speaking to you. Like, yeah, I was the same way. And, and, but becoming and, a business owner, it make you be like, hey, how you doing? You know? Yeah. I ain't got to know you from anybody yes. else. But I'm just like, hey, how you doing? You having a good day? You know? Yeah. And, and you don't know who that person is. Exactly. And I'm in law enforcement, so I would have conversations with people. Yeah. I was like, passing by, hey, what's up? How you doing? Yeah. But now... I'll see. I'll uh, I'll go to the grocery store. I'll go in Walmart, yeah. Lowe's, wherever. I'll sit there have a full blown thirty minute hour conversation with somebody. Yep. We exchange numbers, exchange LinkedIn, yeah. Exchange um, Instagram, just in, anything, mostly yeah. LinkedIn or phone numbers. And um, I call him. One guy I talked to. Uh, just to give you an example. Met the guy in Walmart. Yeah. Met the guy in Walmart. Um, I had a shirt, I had a real estate shirt on. He's like, "Hey, oh, you said real estate?" I said, "Yeah." He said, "Oh, me too. Let's network." I said, "All right, cool." So, come to find out, he um, we end up we end up um, getting in contact with each other, and then we and this is just off of, off of a shirt that I wore. Yeah, we end up getting in contact with each other, sitting down, having coffee. He introduced me to a whole nother business. Yeah, and then at the end, he said, "Hey, even if this business doesn't work for you, let's keep in contact because." I feel like I feel like we can help each other out. And even though I didn't go with that business, yeah. he led me on to another business and and that helped me out and also helped me network because leading on to that business introduced me to somebody so else. Like, yep. There you go, man. And as you network, you always you working with the people that you network with. Yes. It's gonna expand. Yes, always. And you know this is my core group of my networking group. Yes. And we always wanna help each other out. Yep. Yeah, because you always once you find that good networking group, like you said, it's all about expansion. Yep. And yep. once you once you start expanding, it just keeps getting bigger. Yep. Your, your your circle keeps getting bigger. All right. So you're in the corporate world and you're a business owner. So I guess which one do you, I guess, like more, or which one would you prefer? So all right. So in my situation, I'm gonna say I need both right now. Okay. Like I'm a business owner. I love the freedom to be able to do things my way. Mm -hmm. But I need the health insurance, man. Having MS, so when MS, right? So I was on the infusion. I'm on new medication now, but the infusions I was getting yeah. was like thirty six thousand dollars every six Dang. weeks. So if you do the math alone, man, I'm winning just the insurance. Yeah, yeah, that's that's definitely true. Which one do you like more? So I think I'm kind of in not the same situation. Like I, cause I I like my full time job. But I also like the, uh, I guess the benefits and the money that the the entrepreneurship brings, and yeah. I can do it kind of on my own time. Yep. Um, but like I said, with my normal job, of course, it's a secure paycheck, and I I like what I do. So it's kind of a um, I guess kind of a toss up because, like I said, I can, but I do like having the businesses on the side because if I ever do decide to to leave, I got that nest egg um, set aside, and I got already got this in motion. So, yeah. if I wanted to push it full time, since it's already in motion, it it's already rolling. So, we talked a lot about business. What's your why for your business, though? My why for my business is <clears throat> probably the main part is generational wealth. Okay, pushing my um, my family and and. I guess showing that work ethic to my kids um, because obviously 
uh, the next generation is supposed to get better. Yeah. So we want to push our kids to a next level. So I want to teach them at a young age what I wasn't taught at that young age. So You're setting a high bar, man, for your kids, man. Yeah, so high bar. Business, money. I want to want to instill that in them while they're young. Yeah. So when they get older, even even if they don't want to run their own business, whatever they want to do, I want them to to put a hundred and ten percent in yeah. into it. Yeah, gotcha. Um, what about yours? So mine a little different, man. Like my why kind of similar generational wealth, always yeah. wanted to get it. And I'll even put faith in it a little bit. Yeah. Like since I was young, it's been prophesied to me and it's been told to me, I'm gonna be a millionaire. Yeah. So I gotta put the work with the faith for all of it to come together. Yeah. Y'all remember when I first was diagnosed with MS, man. Doctor sat in front of me and said, you want to be in a wheelchair at 35 or 55? Dang. So my mindset had to shift like, I got a wife. Yeah. I got to make sure that I can provide for her on a different level to make sure she ain't worried about money. That's true. That's true. And like, if I had kids, bro, I got to make sure my kids good because it'll yeah. be a 50% chance they're going to have MS. Yeah, that's so. true. Yeah, that's that, that's definitely important because like... um. I want, I want to make sure my key, I want to put my kids in a situation where they don't necessarily have to work, but I want to instill them and I want to instill that, that work ethic in them that makes them want to. Man, your go kids get it. got it already though. Like, Kenzie, <laughs> I'm going to be a doctor. I don't care what nobody else say. This is what I'm doing. Yeah, she been, and that's been on her mind for past four years. Like, you know how most kids change up? Yeah. She, every time she goes to the doctor, she tells her doctor, she wants to be a doctor. She was just playing with, I can't think, I can't think of the game, but you know, the doctor. Operation. Game, operation, man. Like yeah. everything is like about being a doctor. Yeah. Chemistry set. Like it's all about something with like yep. being she, a doctor. She loves it. And then the other one wants to be a vet and she loves anything with animals. Yep. She does, so it's, man. I mean, yeah, like I, I just want to instill that in them at, at a young age that that work ethic pays off. Yeah. I understand that, man. So, um, I guess um, in closing, what advice would you give somebody that is either just starting a business or looking to start a business? Man, build connections, man. Because I remember before I was a business owner, I ain't yeah. speak to nobody. Yes. I think about all the time that was wasted saying, I don't like people. Yes. And I really don't like people. But I mean, you learn to be more of a people person. Yes. Like, speak to everybody you see. You never know who the person is that's going to be able to help you and take you to a next level and help is not always money it's yes. most of the time knowledge that's true because you can like i said i, I was the same way um a while ago like i didn't walk, like if i walked to a store and i seen somebody you know i nod my head yeah. and that's it but now like i have a full-blown conversation i had a full-blown conversation with somebody we um a couple weeks ago in walmart we sat and talked for an hour just because he seen my shirt says something about real estate. So yeah. we sit there and had an hour conversation. First of all, I started off with real estate. Then it just started into business, into different business ventures, different ways to make money, and kind of just networking. So we yep. end up connecting outside and um, end, up, um, end up connecting through LinkedIn, end up having coffee. And and now he's somebody I talk to on a regular. Yeah. And it's, um, it's definitely beneficial because now – He's opened up other business opportunities for me, and that's just that's just off a of random conversation. And tell him, man, networking is the key to it all. Yeah, net, yeah, networking is the key to anything. Yep. Like even even if you're even if you're not a business owner, even already, and you're thinking about getting into business, 
network, whether you're at the gym, whether you go to, um, whether you're at the grocery store, whether you're at the doctor, I mean, anywhere, networking is the key to success. That's right, man. And I'm going to tell you one thing else, man. Do your research. Yes, 100%. Do your research. Do not jump into anything without doing thorough research because it will um, it will mess you up and have you in over your head. You gonna tell people about me trying to put you on a Ponzi scheme? You tell them about it. <laughs> so man, I'm one of the people. Man, if I see people making money, I'm like, Tony, yo, you trying to make some money? Let's jump in. Let's do it. I'm like, man, I see people making money. I mean, I see people making like two, three grand a month off this. And so he like, give me the rundown of it. I said, yo. All you got to do is sign up, cost you a couple hundred dollars. I said, then you pitch this to some other people, then you can get paid off of them, and then they're going to pitch some other people, and then you're going to get paid off of both sets of people. So he was like, oh, that's like a Ponzi scheme. I said, nah, man, people making money. He said, yeah, people make money off Ponzi scheme, but they still illegal. I'm like, I'm telling you right now, like we, we need to do this. And probably three months later, it was a Ponzi scheme, you know. But. Yeah, I do thorough re on any kind of business I'm getting into. I do thorough research. If Anson's telling me he's getting in some kind of business, I'll do research on the business because he'll be like, yo, what you think about this? And even if I'm not thinking about getting into it, I'll look into it, I'll do the research, I, and I'll say, I think it's a good idea or maybe it's not a good idea. In some businesses, he'll, try, he'll call me and he'll like, yo, I'm going to try it out, see how it work out, I'll let you know. So, and, and, and vice versa. So it, it's just somebody, definitely need somebody to bounce your ideas off correct, of. Correct, man, correct. So, um, like I said, in closing, for one, research, research, research. <laughs> and second, network. That's right. Two most important things. Yep, because, I mean, what's the point of having a business and nobody knows what you do? Exactly. Ain't nobody gonna buy your stuff or come to you to buy a house like exactly what's the point of doing it all if you don't you know what i'm saying exactly yeah exactly so um like i said in closing uh research network know what you're getting yourself into and don't get in over your head that's right that's right and like i said it's more than a podcast we handing out crowns hand them out hand them out in my circle, who the one who be the snakes? Who gon' fold up under pressure? Who gon' understand the stakes? Who gon' wait to get they food to try to take from off my plate? Who the love? Who gon' understand I'm hurt? Who gon' love me unconditionally and try to make it work? Who gon' party once I'm gonna shed it to once I'm in dirt? I ain't asking for too much, I'm trying to understand.